morning. It's April 26th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Joe Biden announced that he's going to run for re-election. So is Joe Biden running on his record as president, or is he just running against Donald Trump? In his announcement speech, he did not enumerate any legislative accomplishments that, he's, that he signed. He said it should not be a red or blue issue, and yet he continues to insult any Republican out there. The opening scenes of his announcement show video of January 6th. He goes to his constant phrase, calling anyone that opposes him MAGA Republicans. And of course, he turns a blind eye to any left-wing protesters and extremists. No mention of those who stormed the capital of Montana. No mention of Antifa and the massive destruction they've caused in cities around the country. And of course, it would not be a democratic statement if he did not mention that Republicans want to cut your Social Security, even though Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, has said any cuts to Social Security and Medicare are off the table. Do you hear that, Joe Biden? Off the table. Even his presumptive opponent, Donald Trump, has said he would not support any cuts to these programs. Yes, there's been a couple of Republicans that have voiced concern over the financial stability of these programs, but any suggestion of cuts puts them in the clear minority. Should Joe Biden have to be identified with all the crazy comments by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or the rest of her squad? I think that would be fair if he's going to tar and feather all Republicans with his comments. Then he has to throw in the line about banning books and make it more difficult to vote. What he means is that you, as parents, should have no say in what your children are required to read. If the teacher wants them to read books about sex and masturbation in the second grade, then he's fine with that. On the voting issue, he makes a vague reference to the laws passed in Georgia. You remember the ones he called Jim Crow 2.0? The ones that allowed Democrats to win a Senate election and re resulted in record voter turnout? Record black voter turnout. That was a real job of voter suppression. He says he's still in a battle for the soul of America. Does that mean record inflation during his term? Does that mean record high price for gasoline? Does that mean you go into the grocery store and realize you cannot afford to feed your family? Does that mean mortgage rates almost tripling, denying many Americans the ability to buy a home? If that is a battle for the soul of America, then we're all losing while he hunkers down in the White House, refusing to answer a question from reporters because it would expose his mental frailty. So I watched his, his announcement, and yes, I realized this is a political commercial, but I kept waiting for the part about crime that is rampant in our cities, much of it because of the defund the police movement that his party supported and urged on. If you watched it, you saw him congratulating a couple of immigrants for coming to the United States, but where was the footage of the crisis on the border that threatens the border cities and states with financial ruin? I missed the part about the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, a Democrat, pleading for financial help with the immigrant immigration problem. I did not see any photos or videos of the homeless crisis that plagued cities like San Francisco, Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, and Chicago. Since Biden wants to run on his record, let's take a look at his record for the first two years plus of his presidency. On the legislative side, he has only managed two what I would call victories. His massive spending bill with the Build Back Better name was, went down in flames in Congress with a Democratic House and evenly split Senate. He could not convince Joe Manchin to give him the deciding vote. He was able to pass a bipartisan infrastructure bill that has left some Republicans regretting the vote. His other bill was the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which, by the way, everyone now knows had nothing to do with reducing inflation. By promising Joe Manchin more investment in fossil fuels and getting the permitting process under the National Environmental Protection Act modified, that would allow the final section of the Mountain Valley Pipeline to be approved. This is a pipeline that would carry natural gas from West Virginia to Virginia and some other states. But it was a bait-and-switch because nothing happened that would benefit Joe Manchin. 
Manchin's now threatening to stop other legislation because he feels he was lied to. Turning to the economy, we find inflation was running at just under 2% when Biden took office, and after his spending sprees under COVID, it soared to 9%. It's come down to about 6%, but that has been a little solace to those hurt by the most, most by the increase in prices. Energy prices have also taken off. We know that gasoline was about $2.30 a gallon when Biden took office and reached a peak of about $5 before tapering off. It's now about $3.67 per gallon, but it's rising. Biden took to begging the Saudis to pump more, only to have them cut production. He then promised the dictators of Venezuela special consideration if they would increase production. At the same time, he's depleted the Strategic Petroleum Reserve so that in a real crisis, we could not rely on that supply. His inflationary spending has caused the Fed to raise interest rates, and that causes mortgage rates to go over 6%. It has also dramatically increased the cost of the government to borrow money. The southern border, which he claims is secure, has seen record numbers of illegal crossing, and the estimates are about 5 million have occurred since he took office. Those numbers show so no sign of abating, as those immigrants believe that Joe Biden has opened the door for them. Crime is out of control in most major cities, and the lack of police resources coupled with criminals being given a revolving door, is a major factor. Finally, the national debt is out of control at over $31 trillion. Congress will have to increase the debt limit to keep the nation from defaulting, but Biden refused to negotiate cuts in spending. He wants to tax and spend and keep that debt rising. He's willing to mortgage the future of our children and grandchildren for his own political gain. So when you look at him running for a second term, get past the glossy commercials and look at the facts. And I've not mentioned that his family appears to have been trading on his political name and position for years while raking in millions of dollars. And Joe says he never talks to them about it. If that's true, then i got a bridge in Brooklyn that I'd like to sell you. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, recommend it to your friends and hit the subscription button.